This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Someone reminded me, didn't they use that same pitch uh, to waterproof Moses' basket? So I said, yes, it's almost like a mini ark. On the line is Professor Dion Foster, Head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, the Director of the Bayes Nordia Centre for Public Theology. God likes to save people in floaty things. Uh, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, Brad. Yes, indeed, God does. Indeed, God does. Of course, we're all on a floaty thing because the majority of the, the Earth's surface is water. Yeah. But uh, I often remind people, you know, being being a Methodist, you know, we were... We were launched in prayer, and now we're floating tea. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how the Baptists feel about all of the stuff. They don't want to be on the water. They want to be in the water. Uh, amen. Amen. <laughs> uh, Dio, uh, we're talking this morning about the importance of the table. When we think about how many people Jesus visited and reclined at a table, and he upset people when he did that because he was hanging out with people uh, the, the, the staunchies didn't feel he should be spending time with. <laughs> Brad, I mean, it's, it's quite remarkable, you know. What we often teach our students is we say to them, when you're reading the Gospels, try to read them from a couple of different angles. Uh, this, this is known as the science of hermeneutics. You know, we, we often think, well, you just read the Bible. But, but imagine if you were to say, okay, let me read the Bible from, let's say if you're a man, from a mm-hmm. woman's perspective. Okay. Notice the woman the teacher in the story. Notice how they're portrayed. Notice what they say. For example, in Luke's gospel, we see, you know, the only account of, of pregnancy and birth, you mm. know, so it's pretty much, if, if perhaps, you know, you're a, you're a wealthier person, try and read it from the perspective of someone who's poor. So, so reading the Bible mm. from these kinds of perspectives often allows us to see different things popping out. Now, this last week, uh, the 1st of February, was the 62nd anniversary of an event that, uh, that's credited with kicking off the civil rights movement yeah. in the United States. So there, there were two main events that historians uh, suggest really sparked you know, the public imagination around justice and race. And uh, that was Rosa Parks uh, on the bus, mm. uh, you know, when she was asked to move to the back of the bus yeah. and she just worked a long shift and she said, no, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to stay here. And then the other one, which we uh, commemorated this week, um, was the Greensboro Woolworth Counter City. Now, their Woolworth is not the same as our Woolworth, but um, they used to have these what what were known as lunch counters, you know, in in these uh, stores, and these were reserved only for white patrons. Um, they could only have white patrons sitting there. And four young men uh, went into the Woolworth store. They ordered. Uh, a donut and a cup of coffee, and they sat there and ate them, and this caused outrage. Wow. Now, as I was thinking about this story, I realized, Brad, that, uh, you know, Jesus did exactly the same thing. Mm. Uh, you just mentioned it now. When we read the Gospels from the perspectives of, of hospitality, that's the one thing that we think about. We see that Jesus was incredibly hospitable. Um, he, he went out of his way to to open spaces, to bring people from the margins into the center. Uh, The woman who caught in adultery, um, you know, a woman who was unclean because of of bleeding, Mm. Um, the man with with leprosy, Uh, tax collectors, you know, still reviled today. He was like, I'm dining at your house, saying to his disciples, you know, those important people who are late for the dinner, 
tell them not to bother coming. Go out and find the poor and bring them in so that they can eat. Jesus is very, very good at being hospitable and, and opening the table to the unexpected. But of course, as you also mentioned, Brad, that that upset those who who liked you know their status and and their power. Um, I remember when when I was uh, a young minister, um, I served in uh, you know predominantly black uh, township churches, and yeah. there the minister is often you know quite revered. You know, mm. and I would come to special meetings, and I'd be seated at a table in front of the church, and you know the minister would have different food from the rest wow. of the people, and. And I, I always felt a little bit uncomfortable with, with that. Now, of course, you know, there are some cultural things around that that we need to be sensitive to. But it struck me again today, Brad, um, you know, how, how, do we, how do we represent Jesus in our daily lives? Now, the table is a metaphor. Uh, it's a metaphor for belonging. I don't know about you, Brad, but some of my my life's most precious moments have been spent at the table. Yes. You know, those, uh, those days where... It's Christmas or it's Easter and everyone gets together and the food is good and the fellowship is wonderful. Mm. And long after the sun has set, we're still talking. That's a blessing. I feel I belong. I feel I've been recognized. But some of my most painful moments have also centered around the table. I remember once as as a a youngster uh, going out with a group of friends and uh, arriving and finding that they had uh, got a table, but there wasn't enough space for me to sit and I don't know what was more uncomfortable, the fact that I was left out or the fact that I knew that they knew that I was left out. So, so those are very, very painful things. Yeah. But Brad, here's what I want to leave with us today. You know, yeah. Jesus welcomed the stranger. Jesus opened spaces at the table. He was hospitable. Even when it upset the authorities, he, he would say, let's, let's create a space for the least and the last Bring those from the margins into the center. And what is there that we can do in our lives mm. to use that same metaphor where we work, where we live, where we play? Wow. Loved that this morning. Uh, definitely worth another listen as a podcast for you, I'm sure, and to share with somebody else this morning. We want to get the most out of this life that God has called us to. And uh, this is one of those ways to do just that. So check out our website later on, kpulpa.co.za. Click on podcast, choose morning show, choose get up and go breakfast, and then to scroll down till you see it says uh, Professor Dion Foster, and you'll find the, today's episode at the top of the list. Dion, thanks so much. Uh, great hanging out with you this morning. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Brad. Stay dry and uh, enjoy the cooler weather. Uh, looking forward to the day. Thanks, Dion. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.